Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, some Luca Brasi. Jack Jumpers brought to you by Taz Racing. Subscribe to Form Plus Pro by Taz Racing. Subscribe to the ultimate Tasmanian form site today. Form Plus Pro by Taz Racing. Good morning to wherever you are listening. And now we're going to head to the boss of the Jack Jumpers. Good morning, Simon Brookhouse. How are you going? Good morning, gents. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. And your good self. You've had a, a little break. Well, certainly the team has the last... Eight or nine days. I I was going to suggest how prosperous it's been, and then I saw the fact that two starters are out, and there's been a few niggles over the time. You've had a bit of a challenging week or so. A couple coming back, and two or three missing out. Simon. Yeah, look, it's been one of those weeks. Unfortunately, you, you know, professional sport injuries happen, and we've we've just had a couple of minor ones come through over the last three or four days, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of guys are going to miss tonight's game, but we've got a couple coming back in. So, you know, one thing that I think that's great about our team is that that next man up mentality, I'm sure that uh, all of the players will fill the void and we'll be fine. No doubt about that. Depth has been something which has looked really good in 2022. Uh, I think we're a tick over a year since Will Magne played his um, last game for the Jack Jumpers. That must be terribly exciting to get your centrepiece big man back in the fray. Oh, look, it's very exciting. It's it's exciting for him. It's exciting for the whole team. He's been working so hard to come back. And um, now the time's right. He's been training really well and he's raring to go. So we're looking forward to seeing what he can do tonight. Simon, Alex Johnston here. Lovely to hear your voice. Um, How are you, AJ? I've, I'm very well, thank you. It's a special feeling around Hobart this morning. And it's not just because of the sun, but... Um, um, there would have been a few nerves at zero and three, but um, now the dust has settled. You must be very proud of what you were able to do in the off-season, uh, bringing in um, two very exciting uh, recruit well, um, imports. Yeah, very much so. I think the, the great part about Milton and, and Rashad is just they've fitted in so seamlessly into the, the way we play and um, their effort uh, can't be questioned. And They've both really exceeded expectations early on in the year, and yet, you know, at Norton Three, obviously, we weren't panicking at all. But it, uh, you know, if it got a little bit worse than that, it just makes it uh, tougher back end of the season. So we're very happy to be where we are at the moment. It's it's such an even competition, and you just have to turn up every day and bring your best, and hopefully, win as many games as we can. Well, you talk about that last night's results. Evident, um, of course, Adelaide defeating Melbourne in Melbourne, ninety-one eighty-six, and the Wildcats getting back on track on the back of a, a big cotton game and former U North Carolina star Manic stepped up as well. He's shown a bit of form of recent times and I, 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 I listen to what you just said about this even competition 
Um, it is so even this year. I mean, maybe we've got Sydney potentially as a standout team, but you can almost cast a net over the next seven or eight sides. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, it's just a, a testament to the talent in the league and the, the, the ability and the quality of the coaching and the players that we have. And, you know, as I said, I think every day you step on the court, you, you've got to bring your best, your A game, otherwise you'll get beaten. So um, every team's fighting for those final six spots come the end of the season, and we're certainly in the mix. And so are, as you say, you know, probably nine other teams with the exception of maybe a Warrior who've been struggling, but there's no doubt that they'll bounce back as well and be very competitive towards the end of the year. New Zealand tonight, um, a, a fascinating team. They're very defensively minded, um, very stout, and uh, you've already seen them this year. What, what's, uh, what's the thought process with the Kiwis coming into Launceston? Oh, look, they're a very good side. And, uh, you know, talking to Scott, the coach, he, he thinks they're probably the best side in the competition in terms of the way they have the ability to spread the floor. They're defensively very, very strong. They've got three great imports backed up with um, local talent and, you know, it's it's going to be a very tough game. They're, they're playing great basketball. They're playing for each other. Um, you know, they, they play very much the way we do. They're, they play as a team. There's no individual efforts. And you've just got to, you know, match up really well. And we have to defend the best we possibly can. And at our best defensive effort, I think, you know, we've got a really, really good chance of winning. But um, make no mistake, they're a very, very talented basketball side. Simon, the, the town's fallen in love with the team and uh, showing no sign of uh, getting old anytime soon. Um, I remember uh, having a, a coffee with you and we were pondering what it all might look like. When you see a packed house out there at the nest, how does it make you feel for someone who's been there from day one? Oh, look, it makes you feel very proud. I mean, I think that the great part about it is that, you know, the Tasmanian people have embraced their team and, and that's that for us is the most important thing that, the work we did before we even started and once we'd recruited players and got out in the communities paid off and people have just absolutely got behind us and voted with their feet our membership are, no, with their feet sorry our membership are at really high levels and, and as you know we, we, we turn out a full house every game and um, that adds to the that adds to the team's success I mean but they are our sort of six man the crowd and when they're up and about it it makes the players feel a lot better and, and they, they rise to the occasion so in terms of the club I mean we couldn't be more thankful of the support that we've been able to get throughout the whole of the state. And I think that, you know, not even that, it's with our partners and everything else being mainly Tasmanian. And I, I just think that um, it's a testament to the people of Tasmania you've got behind us. And with that success in mind, I'm sure you won't uh, divulge any uh, private conversations, but given the success you've had, and we were talking this morning about Gillan McLaughlin being in town, have people from other sports, in particular Australian rules, come to you and pick your brain about uh, the lay of the land here in Tasmania? Oh, we've, I, I've had some discussions with people from the AFL, absolutely. And I, you know, I'm a big supporter of it. I think any, any chance you get to have an elite sport and, at a national level in your state and, and have the whole state behind you, it's a great thing. And more importantly, it gives young Tasmanian sport to aspire to. And I think that, um, you know, I'm sure and I wish them every bit of success and I have no doubt the Tasmanian AFL and sporting community will get right behind the team when it comes in. What's your thought process? Have you had a, allowed yourself to diverse into Gil McLaughlin in town today and the potential announcement? I mean, it is such a relevant thing for all Tasmanians. Um, are you feeling like the, the rest of us that um, looks like a fait accompli, perhaps, and a, a team's coming to town not too distant future? 
Oh, look, I think there's no doubt all the, all the commentary around has been very positive. There certainly hasn't been any negative sentiment coming from the AFL. Um, it, it's hard to know what today's about from my point of view. I haven't delved into it too much, but obviously Gil's here and um, talking positively about the possibility of a licence being issued. And I think, as AJ said earlier, there might be some conditions attached to that, but I don't believe anything will be insurmountable if the, the whole state get behind the team. And, you know, uh, eventually when it all gets up and running, hopefully they have great success. Simon, we saw a good example in the league this week of the power of sport. Isaac Humphreys making um, a pretty powerful announcement that um, extremely he's, powerful. Yeah, yeah, that he's he's finally comfortable to come out as a gay man, and and it's very rare in elite sport. You know, in other parts of our um, community, but it happen, doesn't happen. It, it, well, yeah, almost. And, and it's an indictment on on maybe all of us that it doesn't happen more often, but. What were your uh, reflections on that? And it, it, to me, it's a sign of the health of the NBL that they would embrace a person like that and what he had to say like they did. Yeah, look, I thought it was amazing. And, uh, you know, Isaac Humphries is a fantastic human being and, and for him to be comfortable um, to do what he's done, uh, as you say, it is a testament not only to, to Melbourne United, which is a great club, a very inclusive club and always has been, but also to the league that, that he thought that um, it would well and truly be accepted as it should be, but as you say, it doesn't happen very often. So I think from a basketball perspective, not just um, Isaac Humphrey's perspective, I just think it's a great message from our sport that, that we are inclusive and uh, you can feel very comfortable in who you are at any time. And uh, he's done an amazing thing. He's an amazing basketballer. And, um, you know, now that he feels really comfortable to, to talk about his personal life, which he hasn't necessarily done before, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud as, a, as, a, as an NBL team and part, part and parcel of the competition. Um, I just think our whole sport is, is better for it, which is fantastic. Yeah, very vulnerable, wasn't he? Very uh, personal, and you, you still hear the people, oh, well, why does he have to do that? We don't care, you know, what he is and what... Well, put yourself he, in the put shoes. Put yourself in the... That's right. Someone in, who is in the same position, wants to oh, be an elite athlete. Oh, and my gosh. Is great. It would have been in the a, most... In a male testosterone yeah. environment? To see him speak like that, if you're a young gay sports Fantastic. person, it would have just given you the confidence to move forward. No, it's very important. Tonight's big, Simon. Tonight's big. I, I, we talked about even and, you know, these eight-point games in, in footy terminology, so to speak. Um, we, we know we're talking about the round ball and our, our game basketball. But, you know, you look at that ladder now, Sydney the standout. New Zealand is second with, with six wins and three losses. Then you can go right down to Brisbane, who are ninth with three wins and five losses. They've won their last three and starting to roll. Baines, clicking, et cetera. The team's starting to look good. Sobe back healthy. These games are massive tonight. I, I, I can't put an understatement on that. Every game's massive. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, you've got to keep winning to, to keep yourself a chance to be playing finals. So for us, um, you know, we, we only look one game ahead. The game we're worried about tonight's New Zealand and for us, it's, 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 you know, every game's a final moving forward. We've got to win them, and you, you want to be there in the postseason. No doubt about that. One last question from Sam McDaniel. Does he roll into that starting line for Kenyon? What's the, what, what's the shift there? Is it a like-for-like like or a, a rolling with Kelly comes into the starting lineup, perhaps for tonight? Yeah, look, I'm actually not sure. I haven't spoken to the coach about that. That'll be a decision they make after some practice today. Um, and, and when they analyse the matchups with New Zealand, and, and the one thing about our team is that I think everybody sees it. No matter whether you 
number one or 11 on the bench, ultimately, you know, if you're called, called to step up, you do it and you play the best you possibly can. So no matter who it is, I'm, they'll fill the void and we'll be raring to go and hopefully come away with a win tonight. Simon, all the very best tonight. I look forward to catching up with you in Launceston. The vibe in Launceston will be exciting today, that one of their two games they get. Uh, packed house, of course. You're, you're happy with how the, the northern end of the, the deal's going? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, the Launceston people and the people who come down from the northwest have been great supporters and they'll have a fantastic full house tonight who no doubt will get behind the team. CEO of the Jack Jumper, Simon Brookhurst, thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. We'll catch you in Launceston. Anytime, men. See you tonight. Take care, Simon.